Hello, folks. Welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Pedro Tuolis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today, as usual. Welcome aboard, Eric Hayes, Peggy Lopez. What a beautiful picture I saw of my dear Peggy Lopez. A little bit later, I'll put it all up there. Peggy Lopez, how you doing, my dear friend? AVQ says he's just listening in on Twitch and on a uh, because. I am busy, Egberto. I am busy. Shiva Las Vegas is with us. How you doing, Shiva Las Vegas? You know, I love that name. Shiva Las Vegas. And then we also have E2247 says, uh, that's a, uh, that says, after June 28 hearing, Representative Jamie Ruskin says, member of Gen 6 committee says, was asked the question, what actions can the Justice Department take at this point? His response that's a question better posed, obviously, to the Justice Department. Every hearing has involved testimony where there is a lot of evidence of potential crimes. We know the Department of Justice is expert in that, and it's really their jurisdictions. That is a cool name. I know it is. I know it is. Hello, folks. How are you all doing? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Listen, listen, listen. You know, I'm, I, I'm here. I want to show you something that, I, that was on the coffee party site from a good friend of mine, my past director and leader at coffee party, uh, uh, Devlin Milano. She put something on there that really touched me, right? But the answer that I gave to it, I don't know how many would take so kindly to it because it almost seems like it needs a humongous change in, in, in our entire system, and it does. It does. Uh, she wrote, Wednesday's mu- and this is at Coffee Party USA, the, the, the Facebook page. Check it out whenever you guys get a chance. But it said the following, Wednesday musing, our nation feels fractured, if not shattered. Something has broken in us and between us. It will never be the same again today. I was reminded of kintsu- ki- kintsugi, the Japanese art of repairing broken pottery. The art is in the living and tender repair, using gold accents to highlight what was broken and is now made whole. The fractures become the means by which each piece of pottery becomes unique and values. It reminds me of the restorative justice with people. We hold people accountable for their actions, and then we lovingly seek to make the situation whole again. Not the same as it was, but whole with the new conditions of the current reality. How might we practice kintsugi with ourselves, with one another, with each other, with our nation? We will never be what we were, but we can become whole again and find the beauty in the process of repair. I mean, uh, when I went to the coffee party and read that today, it touched me, right? But then I immediately got a bit, what is the word that I should say? I, I got a bit concerned about the beautiful words with, that, that means a lot, 
but that we are not willing to do what it takes to resolve that. So which I answered on that page the following. I said, the words are true. And this was put out by Devilin Melano. I love Devilin. Devilin is a thinker. Devilin is into the movements of trying to get people together. She's neither a progressive or a liberal or a conservative. She is her. And she does good work. And this was my response. I said, the words are true and beautiful. But until we are ready to solve the root of the problem, we will remain just scar tissue over a simmering infection. We have an economic system and a hierarchy that depends on this cancer, this dysfunction. It cannot survive without it. And we cannot live the lives we want to live with it. But we fail to confront it. I want to repeat that, those last two sentences. We cannot live the lives we want with it, but we fail to confront it. And what do I mean? We have an economic system that depends on a certain sort of thing where others are left behind. That's the only way those, uh, those small amount of people at the top can really keep what they're doing, right? And we are also dependent on a hierarchy that sub subverts the rest. Because when the rest learn that it doesn't have to be this way, we don't have to have a system that eats its own. We don't have a, have a system that you have to destroy others to embolden oneself. You don't have to have it that way. There are better ways. It just means that you won't have these super wealthy folks. They don't, because in reality, the super wealthy folks are not, they did not create anything to have that. It has always been a collective. But we are so indoctrinated into this system that somehow we believe those that have been able to pilfer us all are deserving until we unindoctrinate ourselves, her reality, the brokenness she talks about, will remain. We can do a lot better. We will do better. And those are the things that I strive for with the things that I do. And I hope over time that we can actually... If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Get there. Welcome aboard, uh, Bruce Pollard. Welcome aboard, Hannah Banana. Welcome aboard, my dear Peggy. I think I counted you all. Keen, welcome aboard. All right, let's see what else we got here. All right, before I get, let me go ahead and read what you guys are writing, and then I'm going to get into the show uh, with, one of, with, with one of the interviews that I did. But let's go ahead and get started there. Okay, let's see what we have here. Eric Hayes says, politics has divided America and keeps it going even with partisan parties. Uh, what, else, what else are you sending? Let me see. I think I just got a text. I want to make sure it's not an emergency text. Uh, okay. I, 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 Susan, I'll talk to Susan a little bit later. 
Okay, um, let's see. Peggy Lopez uh, says, hi all, been going to the gym, so I am on time, resting up when I get home. You go, girl. Every case, politics has divided us and keeps us going with different parties, so end results voters are being left out on all sides. Yes, yes, yes. You're kind of getting it, Eric. You're kind of getting it. Since pandemic, it is a reality gotten bad, and instead of pushing policy that helps fundamentally improves lives, they make it worse. Wrong. That is where you have it wrong. We haven't gotten the policies to make things better, but hang on in. Eric, stick with us. We will. I'm going to put out a doodle so that we, those of us in the Texas area can meet up. Uh, I keep saying that, but God, I'm so busy. I got to get out of here. I meet with Charlie sometime this week, and I'm going to try to meet with us sometime next week. E2247, after June 28 hearing. I read that one already. Eric A. says, that is a cool name. Yes, it is. Uh, Shiva Las Vegas says, Egberto, do you think uh, Cassie spelling telling the truth? Yes, uh, she is telling the truth. I think, uh, I, I, I don't have any doubts about it. Bruce Pollard says, we need laws preventing the Supreme Court from abusing separation of church and state. I agree, Bruce. Michael Rudnan says, Eric Hayes' article, The Hill, seems worthwhile despite his talking points about it. From the article, a record low percentage of U.S. adults, 38%, say they are extremely proud to be an American, according to the new Gallup poll. The survey giant said that percentage is the lowest since it began recording the trend in 2001 and is four percentage points below the previous low of 42%. Additionally, 27% in the new survey say they are very proud to be an American. At the same time, 22% say they are moderately proud to an American, and 9% say they are only little or 4% not all proud. Prior to 2015, the percentage of U.S. adults saying they were extremely proud to be an American dipped below 55%. Gallup noted within highest reading following the 9-11. Look, look, folks, let's be proud Americans. Let's make America what it needs to be and not what some have turned it into. You can be a proud American knowing that you have to make changes to have it live up to not what the founding fathers said. Because the founding fathers didn't necessarily have an American for me or for women. But, but, we know with the elastic clause in the Constitution what we want it to be. Lou Keen says, misleading abortions are still available if the mother's life is in danger. Yes, I don't. How are we misleading that anyhow in Texas? I think I wrote it accurately, Lukeen. So please reread what I've written. Uh, Eric Hayes says it's a called divisive rhetoric in politics. Yes, it's divisive for a reason. All right. Uh, Havana Banana says in terms of death count, Roe versus Wade is 10 times the death count of the final solution imposed by Nazi Germany. That is only true, Hannah Banana. If you consider a fetus a living human being, if you consider a blastosis a, li a living human being. You see, that is, that is a misnomer that we have here, and that, those are the things that people put out there. People like to make statements like that without giving it context. I don't consider a fetus a human being. And it's sure, based on how Republicans treat adult children, I wonder if they consider them human beings. Because the amount of effort they put into a fetus is not the effort they put into living, born human beings. To my folks who take care of the porn that shows up every so often in a... 
Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Or feed, I beg of thee to get rid of those evil porno folks that, are in, that have infiltrated our YouTube channel. Please clean it out if you have the time to do so, please. Peggy Lopez says, if Trump is indicted and goes to court, how do we find an untainted jury with the public showing uh, from January 6th committee? Going to be very hard. Look, I don't, uh, you know, there are a lot of people that want Trump in jail. I think Trump is more dangerous in jail. I want Trump convicted and then uh, Biden pardons him. And uh, after that, I'm talking about for the, for the in- insurrection. But then for him to get convicted on all the other evils that he's done. That's just my way of thinking. But I could be wrong. Hannah Banana says, Why do blacks allow the white liberals to abort their population? Must be a syndrome, black to slavery. You know, that's a talking point that, I, that a lot of folks like to put out there. But it's a, it's a foolish talking point, right? Um, you may want to say, okay, abortion is more prevalent in the black community. In other words, you may want to say as a percentage, not as an amount, as a percentage is a bit higher. But the one thing that you forgot to say is that abortion is an economic issue. And because of the economic state of many black folk, that's why it becomes a necessity. If we solve the economic problems, abortion problems go away. But nobody wants to hear the truth. People love to indulge themselves into lies. Brother Davenport is in the house. Greetings to all progressives, he says. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Hello, EG. Looking smoky. I look smoky today. Wow. I am seen smoky. I got cataracts, man. Sister Jan says, true, Hannah. Hi, Sister Jan. You know, I got me a lot of conservatives, not trolls, conservatives and right-wingers, that actually participate in the discussion. They may not say the things we want them to say, but believe me, we are planting seeds, people. So please give them love as well. We give everybody love in this chat. So uh, Hannah Banana West, uh, uh, Eric Hayes, Sister Jan, just as much as I love my beautiful progressive Peggy Lopez and, and, and Robert Davenport and Bruce Pollard, and Michael Rudnan and uh, uh, um, uh, uh, God, I forgot my my number one girl, MCP, the mean, the, the the terror MCP. I love talk Margaret that can all of you guys do. Okay, I really do, I really do. We're on the same team. You guys a lot of times don't act that way, or don't think that way, or you're ready to cut my throat. But I love you just as well. I mean that. From the depths of my heart, because we are one team. Whether you guys see it or not, we're one team. Uh, Chuck Pinaccio from the, uh, I don't remember the name of your group right now, Chuck. Put it, stick it in there with a link uh, to, your, to your organization that I spoke at, but it has to do with Healthcare for All. I don't remember the official name. I think it's something Healthcare for All. Put your name in there, please, Chuck Pinaccio. And by the way, Chuck, 
Thank you very much for your contribution to Politics Done Right. I haven't been able to get all of my, my, my links out, my thank you cards out yet because I'm so busy. But thank you so kindly. And put your link in there so people can see you, my dear brother. Uh, who else have we got here? Uh, Michael Rodnan is back. There's already over 10 million children suffering from food insecurity. Yes, there. Lynn Halsey Taylor, great point. Hannah, EG is speechless. No, I'm not. I'm never speechless. Lynn Halsey Taylor, you know, I love you though. You give me a hard time, but you know, I genuinely love you, girl. All right. Bruce says, the argument is where the soul begins. Thank you, Bruce. And I don't know that it's above my pay grade, Bruce. I don't know. That is a church and state issue for many, so the court, in my opinion, must leave it to the individual. I agree. Roberto Luis, mi panameño favorito, ¿cómo estás? Saludos a Politics Done Right, says Roberto. Shiva, Las Vegas, says Teflon Don is not going to jail. Probably not. Probably not. Michael Runza, Hannah Banana is a personal blog with zero posts. That's a troll account. Hannah, are you a troll account, Banana, or you just needed an... Let me just say one thing. I'm, I don't know about defending or anything, right? But let me just say one thing. There are a lot of people that in order to get an account, they'll just put anything because they want to participate, but they don't want to put any personal messages or anything like that. So I try not to judge the zero accounts completely unless their behavior then tells me they should be judged that way. So um, that, that's how it goes. Okay. Uh, first of all, before I get started, I want to get you guys know that our... YouTube, or rather, our GoFundMe was uh, approved, and I want to start out with putting that link in there to let's send politics done right to Pittsburgh, PA, with the uh, with Netroots. So here is the link. I think I got it correct. So, folks, please share the link and ask folks to support politics done right's trip to uh, politics done right trip to Pittsburgh, PA, for Netroots Nation. We really need your support, and then we'll, we'll, we'll continue that a bit later. But I just put the link in there, Politics Done Right. On, we'll go there pretty soon to Pittsburgh. Anyway, let me play this interview that we did to show that it, abortion does matter, and it's a life and death for many. Okay? I, I, it is a complex issue. Here it is. We'll take it on the other side. Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. We have a very special guest today. The Supreme Court effected on women this week. Once again, patriarchy, but one that can actually kill. We have to be clear here. Don't buy what you hear on the outside. We have women who are living through the holy hell that this is going to create. I have the honor today to speak to Katie Jewett. Katie, welcome to Politics Done Right. I'm so glad to be here. It's so good to see you. Thank you so kindly for being here. First of all, Katie is, I tell you what, Katie, why don't you tell us your story first, and then we'll get into it in a bit more detail. Absolutely. Um, So I uh, currently have metastatic breast cancer, which is a type of breast cancer that has left the breast and gone to the rest of my body. So in my case, it's gone to my bones and to my liver, which is a really normal progression for metastatic breast cancer. It's 
a common misunderstanding with this disease that you can be cured. I cannot be cured, um, nor can anyone with metastatic breast cancer that we are aware of. It's more like diabetes in the regard that I have this for the rest of my life. I maintain it for the rest of my life and it will eventually cause my life to end. I was first diagnosed with cancer when I was 28 years old, which is very unusual, yes. Um, And it was breast cancer, which is even more unusual. And um, went through treatment and it was not easy or pleasant, but it was certainly bearable. And then went on with my life until I needed to have an abortion at 33 years old. So, tell us, uh, tell us that story, if you will. You uh, you gave an impassioned speech yesterday that when I saw it, I said I had to find you, and I had to have you on because it is so, it's a personal story. Because when, when we hear all these things in the abstract, Katie. Most people just look at it that way in the abstract. They don't see how all these laws that are passed, all these draconian laws actually have effects on people's lives. Why don't you tell us about your abortion? Yes, absolutely. And um, I will try to do it justice, but it's one of those things about nervousness that when I'm speaking to a crowd, my mind just goes completely blank and I can't hardly see two feet in front of my face. So I hope <laughs> to I hope I hope to tell it with as much passion as I did yesterday. Um I um uh, found out I was pregnant when I was 33 years old. It was not a wanted pregnancy. Um I had used a condom we had been careful but the condom broke and so i became pregnant and the thing about that pregnancy is it was recommended to me by my doctor and then my gp who i've had for years and years and then another doctor Uh, so i got a second opinion as well that for my health and safety, I should not carry the pregnancy to term. The reason why is because the type of breast cancer that I have, there are actually a bunch of different types. So you might hear people talk about trickle, triple negative or HER2 positive. The type of cancer I have is estrogen receptor and progesterone receptor positive cancer. It's the most common type. Women all over the world get it. So one in eight. So imagine a major section of that one in eight women get what's commonly referred to as ER, PR positive, HER2 negative cancer. What this means as far as reproduction goes, it's incredibly dangerous for me to have anything that floods my system with estrogen occur. Yes. 
So that can be eating too much soy. That can be hormonal-based birth control. That can also be a pregnancy. So a pregnancy is dangerous for me. And I had that confirmed by two doctors. So I went and had an abortion. And I'm so grateful that I did because knowing what I know now about getting cancer again, how horrifying would it be to die and leave an elementary school aged or younger child with no parent? It's, it's so personal and it's so painful to me that that someone would step in between me and my doctor's plural recommended advice for the sake of what? You ideology. Know, ideology. ideology. And let, let me just, uh, you know, and, and ideology and religion, however you want to put it, what's interesting is yeah. that uh, previous to the evangelical movement going uh, berserk as it has thus far, or currently, uh, the Southern Baptists actually supported abortion for women. They, it was actually documented that the Southern Baptist Convention yes. supported abortion. Now, there is something that you said that really touched me because uh, you didn't want to just give yourself an excuse for having an abortion. You didn't want okay. this categorized as a good abortion or yes. a bad abortion. You said, yes. no, let's not get into that discussion. Why don't you yes. expand on that? Absolutely. Um, one, of the, one of the things that has always profoundly frustrated me about this debate is there's this asterisk next to abortion and and any kind of abortion that was because of health of the mother or because of in my case cancer medical reasons or abuse the far right will quantify that as a good abortion and an okay abortion. And that is not true. Good abortions and bad abortions don't exist. There's just abortion. It's just health care. It's just a woman, her body, her life and her choices, and the advice of her doctor. And that, if anything, people can take away from what I am trying to say about all of this is that there's not good and bad. There's just abortion. You know, um, I am a man, okay, granted. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I would never ever do because mm -hmm. society, not, the, the eternity has not given me the opportunity to have or not have a child. Uh, uh, the system, the, the eternal system has not given yeah. me the biological means to have something else on my or in my body. Uh, not me. Unfortunately, it has given me. You have no the power. The right. Unfortunately, it has given me the power to help a woman do that. So in, in bottom line is 
my my thinking is I have no right, no right whatsoever to tell you as a woman what you must and must not do or what you must or must not carry in your body. I just, it, it, it just befuddles me that folks cannot see the simplicity in that argument. You can't force another, I mean, there is nothing I know in this world where a man is to do something with his body against his will. I, I can't think of any examples either. And, you know, I've, I've had that argument so many times because I am very, very open with my abortion story. And men will say to me, well, what about a father's right? Well, what about, you know, it takes two to make a baby. So why don't I get any say? in a woman's decision and have to continue to point out an unbalanced argument that is because a man's contribution to a pregnancy is an orgasm one a woman's contribution one, yes. to a pregnancy is her body and the rest of her life that's a very unequal but Katie, it's not only that the, uh, the, the 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 man who asks that question should really say to himself if i don't want a child it is my responsibility as a man if i want mm -hmm. to go condomless then i better make sure i have a vasectomy exactly ensure that no that i that i can't impregnate somebody those are, exactly. I mean, men, men like to shut their responsibilities in just about everything in our society. You take a look at our economic system. You take a look at every part of our system. If it affects a man, it's different than when it affects a woman. And we can go into some other departments here, but that's not the purpose of this particular um, discussion. Um, I, I think that your story, more so than... Uh, most especially because the way you articulated it at the rally because you didn't put yourself out as hey i get an excuse for abortion uh but you know you made it clear it's a woman's body yes yes and and it's it's so simple it's so straightforward and every single argument that you hear to the contrary is designed to obfuscate, to what about, and to push away the centrality of the issue, which is abortion is just abortion. There is no morality attached to it. It's just a medical procedure that a woman has to decide for herself with the help of her doctor whether or not she wants to do it. And if she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to. And you know, if she does, she should have that right. I, I agree with you 100%. And I want to add one thing, and this may sound to some, to some yeah. a bit callous, but the truth of the matter is any, you know, any dependency on another, uh, the, the one on whose dependent uh, decides. Mm -hmm. But that's it. Too often we see people want to control what's going, what 
the control that you have over your own body. But after we have the born, the per the mm -hmm. kid that's born, they forget that mm -hmm. maintaining life for that kid means that kid needs to be fed, clothed. Remember that kid needs a whole lot of other things that keeps it alive. And the fact that the same people who would want to deny you an abortion are, are generally not willing to do the things necessarily to give that kid an equitable life should yes. tell you that it yes. has very little to do with being pro-life as opposed yes. to being pro-control or me being pro in power of you. Your thoughts on that? Yes. No, it 100% agreement, but it, it's, it's something we have seen reiterated throughout our history. Um, you know, but I'd like to tie in slavery, mm -hmm. control of people's bodies. Right. And, and forcing them to do labor that they did not receive the benefit from forcing them to be separated from their families, shoot, forcing them to leave their home country and come to a country that they didn't necessarily want to go to. I certainly wouldn't were I in that position. Then we come to Jim Crow, you know, we're going to control your right to vote. You may have one freedom, but we're going to control your access to have a say in how your government works, the way they control women, you know, this ongoing abortion debate. What is there to debate? You know, as we've covered up and down in this conversation, this is a woman's decision to have a medical procedure, but there's still 50 years of conflict surrounding Roe versus Wade. It's, it's all about control. It's all about wresting the power from where it lies and trying to take it for yourself. And anyone who puts those kinds of limits on women, on people of color, they're just trying to wrest your power away from you. Katie, uh, you would not um, imagine how much I appreciate this conversation because it covered so much. One of the, the, the questions that I always ask last is, what would you have liked me to ask you that I didn't? Um, well, uh, there's no way I don't think for you to have known this, but would you ask me what I'm getting for my birthday? Happy birthday, first of all, Katie. You did tell me you you actually used some of your birthday time to be with us, and I thank you for that. But tell me. Okay. Well, full disclosure, my birthday is on the 27th, but we're celebrating it today. Um, my husband, Jay Malone, who is just, he's, he's the bee's knees. Um, he is taking me to my first soccer game tonight. Right. First Houston soccer game. I've never been to a Houston soccer game before. I'm so excited. We're going to go stay at a hotel downtown and watch a game. And he's even gotten us a late checkout. So it's, it's a happy birthday to me. And um, when you have cancer, every birthday is a very, very special birthday. So I'm really excited. Well, you have a great, great guy, Katie. Katie, do it. Thank you so kindly for 
cutting out a bit of your time to spend with us because I think your story, your story more than many will actually cauterize in people's minds what this debate should really be about. Thank you so kindly. Thank you so much. It was so good to talk to you today. Thank you. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you so kindly. Roberto Lewis says, since that, since that you tap into slavery, what about all those black women that has uh, raped by white supremacy through uh, slavery? That's a long topic overdue. Actually, that's an important, important topic. You know, it, it is amazing that those who, are, who want to continue to control a woman's body, uh, it's the same behavior from the same people, same behavior from the same people. Listen to Daniel Ledo when he says, kill babies and then celebrate birthdays? Wow, such evil. No. She ca- I mean, he, the, the compassion that he shows from a woman who spilled her guts to tell her story, to explain, explain how wrong the Supreme Court is. Yvette Avery Harris, sorry you have a bad signal, but I love that you still kind of checked in. Love you, girl. AVQ says, bad joke, can come in. What debate? Women's equality versus you. Do what I tell you, usually followed by two black eyes. Thank you, man. Thank you. Hey, Roberto Lewis threw out a challenge, and guess what? We have both Roberto Lewis, who uh, went ahead and are already supported with a great contribution to our GoFundMe for our, our Net Roots Nation in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Thank you, Roberto. And, of course, there's also... El Señor Rodnin, thank you so kindly, Señor Rodnin, for your support for Politics Done Right operating out of Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for Netroots Nation. I'll make sure and send you guys some outtakes, man, of um, when I talk to those, those, those big shots. But you know what the reality is? You know who my real big shots are? You all. <laughs> it, it is funny. Let me give you guys a story about Netroots, uh, and then I'll, I'll continue the program. But you know... I'm on Radio Row with Netroots. You know, you have Free Speech TV. You have all the, the, the TYT. Uh, you have uh, um, all, all the, liberal, um, the liberal networks out there. We are in one line. It's probably about 10 of us, right? And every time people passing down the row, I'm always interviewing somebody, right? So there is a special guy that was next to me one year. And he looked at me and he said, how do you do so many interviews? And by the way, who the hell are those people, right? And I told him, like, it's the people that really matters, right? Because when activists, I, I read and I see an activist that's doing something like with, um, you know, they're doing an experiment with, uh, with what is that called? The, 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 with that paying money. I forgot what it's called. Uh, Ah, come on, help me, help me, people, where the, the state gives everybody a ba- basic income. You know, there's a guy that was doing an experiment with basic income. He formed a, a nonprofit to do an experiment with basic income to see if it works. And he came to Netroots to network and see if he could get more expansion on that. And nobody paid him any mind. And I'm like, hey, I want to talk to you. So I bring all kind of activists in there to interview, right? Yeah, interview the big shots. You know, I interview Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Well, I interviewed her before she was a big shot. I interview uh, the, the, the people running for mayor in New York, all, all the guys, uh, Cory Booker, all those guys, right? But the people that I really get a kick out of is that average activist on the ground really 
doing something. But these other guys, or not all of these guys, because the, the other person that does some of that also is Tom Hartman. Because Tom Hartman was about two, two tables down from me. And he was interviewing all kind of folks as well. But a lot of these guys only want to interview these big guys. And I'm like, what are you getting out of it? These guys are interviewed by MSNBC and all these guys all of the times. The people that really need exposure, right? The people that really need exposure are those people who are coming to Netroots so that they can network and get these different policy ideas into the domain. And the only way they get it into the domain if other people are carrying their message, right? So that year, the year before the pandemic, I think it was 2019, was it 2019? 2019. I did over 50-something interviews over those three days. This guy's like, how the hell do, how the hell do you do that? Well, because that's what we're there for. That's why they gave us the honor of those, em- those slots for, for, um, for the media, for the progressive media. There are not a many slots. And if you get the opportunity to do it, you should actually use it, right? Same thing I tell my KPFT brothers and sisters on air, right? I tell them, hey, look, let me tell you guys something. There are only 24 hours in the day. And K- Welcome aboard, Paul Fleming. And KPFT has two stations, high definition and a regular FM station, the one that everybody has, the FM. So I'm on FM, right? So I try to make sure that the, the two hours a week that I am on on KPFT, I try to make sure and give a complete program, a full program, because I feel honored to be on air, right? So, uh, so my thing is, look, guys, if you have that honor, make it worth your while. Make it worth the people who are listening to you as well. Oh, you got to go in a few minutes. Well, no problem, ABQ. I, I, I thank you so kindly for being here. And thank you so kindly for supporting our GoFundMe for um, Pennsylvania. I'm going to stick it out there again. Folks, if you want to support our, our trip to Pennsylvania, uh, which is the, the, it's the Netroots Nation 2022, our first live one. Or first one where we are all meeting in person. So over 3,000. Last time, I think we got up to like 5,000 of us out there. And you have all the politicians that are flying in and all that good stuff. So I'd appreciate you guys supporting us on the GoFundMe. And, and Roberto went ahead and he has a challenge out there. So fulfill Roberto Lewis's challenge. Thank you, Roberto. Love you to death, man. Anyway, folks, let me go ahead and play my ass before I go into the other two videos. Here, they, here it is. I think, I think, where, where are you, ask? Where are you? I'm forgetting how to do this stuff. There we go. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers all around the country to ensure, again, 
that our message gets out there. Last but not least, we also write books. As you see it, Class Warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom, How to Make America Utopia, are two of the many books that I've written on these issues. So please support us in one of many ways. Numero uno, you can support us at PayPal, either one time or monthly. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube channel, going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com slash support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com slash store, and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. Politics done right depends. Absolutely so, folks. So there's a lot of, there are a lot of different ways to support us. I, I sent out a newsletter today where I said we have a lot of work to do, a lot of work to do. And a lot of people are seeing that the Supreme Court uh, over, you know, uh, overturned, uh, overturned abortion, overturned a woman's right to her own body. And they think that is going to be enough to win the election after all it was going to be a bad election but because the people are realizing that the right wing is so crazy that somehow that's going to be the answer folks i'm here to tell you it's not we have been programmed to have a short attention span and also to just look at what's in front of us immediately and what i'm hoping for and, and you know the amount of women needing abortions in the aggregate it's very small so what it really affects is while when it's affecting a particular woman, it's, the, it's, a, it's a big thing for that woman. For the population at large, it's not a big thing, except for those who love those who are in dire straits. We do. So thinking that, that the polls have changed, but thinking that that is going to be enough to change the election is wishful thinking. We have to go out there and continue to engage, continue to elect progressives, continue to do the things that are necessary to give people a reason to go out and vote, a reason to say, if you vote us in, you vote more of us in. The reasons that we can't get a lot done is while we are saying we have the Senate with 50 Democrats, we really have the Senate with 48 Democrats and two, two people that really don't particularly care. We need to hire four more, four or five more progressives in the Senate. That's what we need. We need to do that. And we can. They are out there. We can win. Uh, we, can, we can recover Pennsylvania. We can recover Texas. Uh, we can, re well, not, not uh, we could, well, I'm going to leave Texas off for now. But we can recover all of those that, that are needed. It, it, there's a great woman running in North Carolina that we, can get to, that we can get a win out of. There's a great woman running in Florida that we can get a win out of. There's a lot of places we can win. So, folks, I have two more videos. I'm only going to be able to play one. I'm only going to be able to play the one from the, the, um, the historian, and I'll play the Lawrence one on abortion tomorrow in Texas. So let's go ahead and do that now, and then we'll get back. Historian Michael Betchlock today hit the nail on the head. I want you to listen to how he describes what we finally came to 
after the hearings today. This is uh, point, punto, point blank. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. The behavior in real time of Mark Meadows to have no understanding of the, the danger of the president going to Capitol Hill or of him attending the meetings of the plotters the night before. And this was someone who was elected to Congress, Mark, Mark Meadows. This is not just, you know, one of these people off the street plotting against our democracy. Uh, we've seen people like Mark Meadows in world history, and we saw them in the bunker of Berlin in Adolf Hitler's last days. We saw them around Benito Mussolini before he was hanged in a gas station in Milan. There are people who are accessories to terrible authoritarian leaders who do extremely terrible things. But the main thing today, from my point of view, Andrea, is you will remember, and everyone will remember, that from January 6th on, Trump and his uh, accessories claimed that this was just a spontaneous demonstration and these angry people who were, you know, indignant about an election that had supposedly been stolen, which it wasn't, went up to Capitol Hill. Some even described them as tourists. As of today, irrevocably, it is very clear and very concrete. This was a president who led a coup d'etat and an insurrection against the people of the United States, did it from the Oval Office, was abetted by people like Mark Meadows and others. And our job now is Let's find out exactly who the plotters were, bring them to justice, but above and beyond all that, make sure that we pass new laws to make sure that an atrocity like this never happens in our country again. It almost succeeded. We almost lost our democracy. We, Cassidy Hutchinson, once an aide to former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, she single-handedly with her testimony any Trumpist or anyone else who heard that testimony, it was quite clear that all of this planning originated directly from the White House. And just as Bechlaff said, it was a coup d'etat. It was an insurrection to try to overthrow the government of the United States or the newly elected govern- government of the United States. That is treason. That is what Donald Trump needs to be tried for and sent to jail for, sent to prison for. Because again, he attempted single-handedly with, with a lot of help to actually steal an election. And it's amazing. All the things that Trump always talk about, those four other fingers when he's pointing is always pointing back. Election fraud, Republicans and Trump. Uh, sleazy behavior, Election, Donald Trump and his sycophants. So let's not let's not play games here, folks. This was directly the fault of Donald Trump. And by the way, folks, there's a a thank you button down below. If you like these videos, why don't you just click on the thank you button and uh, help us keep this stuff going, making sure we we tell the truth to those who need to hear the truth. Absolutely so, folks. Anyhow, uh, let's see what else we got here. AVQ says, pardon, there's no morality attached to abortion. False. The idea that a woman has bodily autonomy is a moral stance. The idea that men control women's bodies is a moral stance. Thank you very much for elucidating many on that particular issue, Brother AVQ. Lee Grant says, abortions as healthcare depends on which end of the curette you find yourself. Hmm. 
I'll be honest with you. I don't know what the word correct means, so I can't really comment on that. I need to look that up sometime. Uh, no trend, no freedom says you, so you can open your legs and get benefits from your actions. Hmm. I'm not sure what that means, but you may have to explain it a little bit differently than, uh, than I read it. Daniel Edo says, listen to her. Babies are like slavery, so twisted, so disgusting, so Marxist. Look at, look at how you refer to women. That says a lot about you. You know that, Daniel? I hear you use those kind of, I mean, I want, does your wife know how you speak? Or do you speak to your wife that way as well? I know she's a good woman. Does she tolerate that from you? You don't, you would never hear me call a woman like that. That is ridiculous. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Alistair Water says, hi, Alistair girl, how you doing? Uh, let's see what else we got here. ABQ, West noticing systemic racism is a problem, then acting anti-racist is racist in your... <laughs> you know, you get, you know, I mean, I, that, I, I simply disregard West or, or Tank or any one of them when they make those kinds of comments because they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing in that regards. Uh, Paul Fleming says, your parents getting your vaccinations as a child has helped to keep you healthy as well as you taking pills when you get sick. You can't separate one drug from another in medicine that keeps your health. I've had all the new vaccinations and I'm fine. Fleming, you're a smart person. Peggy Lopez says, I'm back and able to see the end of the program. And we're back. You know what, Peggy? Uh, Peggy, do I have permission to show your pic with your hair? Let me know. I don't have it up right now, but I just need to know for tomorrow if I can throw it onto the screen because I just love the hair, girl. I love the hair. Uh, uh, Davenport says, the PDR Posse is happy you're back, Peggy. Absolutely so. Shiva Las Vegas says, yo, yes, Roberto Lewis. Thank you for doing that. Call back. All right, what else we got here? Uh, Paul Feminist said, there are over 140,000 children that need aspirin and over 400,000 in foster care if you would adopt you would be doing your part as the family has but you can't force a woman to have a child as i can't force you to take a shot exactly here you go uh robert davenport says val flemings for u.s senate in florida yes yeah, she would make she's actually i think she can actually beat uh, the, the uh, marcos okay i think she can beat marco rubio robert davenport says indict try convict and lock trump up in other words you disagree with me you don't want me to you you want what I don't want it to look like is like a Biden administration and one administration locks up another, right? A, a Democratic administration locks up another. I don't mind if one of the DAs do it, but I'm just saying in, it, it is just a precedence I, I want to get away from. So I'm saying convict him, and that, that is what I'm saying. I don't know. Uh, tell me what you think about that. Uh, Bruce says, are you watching your fund me? You have half. You're halfway to Pittsburgh. Really? I didn't see that. How would that have happened? How would that have? Let me go look at that, my GoFundMe, because Bruce is telling me something that, oh, no, no, Bruce. Uh, it, so far, according to what I see here, it shows that I've, 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 I've gone, I'm at about 10%, Bruce. I'm at 10%, unless something came in that, that's not registered yet. Unless something came in. But, guys, please. Please, Bruce, Bruce reminded me to go ahead and uh, put this back out here again. But, Bruce, I see that I'm about 10% there. Is there something I'm missing? 
If not, I'll see it a little bit later and I'll tell folks about it. But anyhow, there we go. There is the link. Politicsdoneright.com slash netroots. Politicsdoneright.com slash netroots. I, I think you may be looking at an old, uh, old GoFundMe that only got to half, half, brother. The one that's there is actually the one that I have at politicsdoneright.com slash netroots. Okay, let's see what else we got here. White nationalist is relatively new by linguistic standards since it only started to appear in print during the first half of the 20th century, according to E2247. Thank you for that education. Peggy Lopez says, George Washington University says it will keep Clarence Thomas on the payroll and continue his constitutional class after students demanded he be fired for voting to overturn Roe versus Wade. Uh, Peggy Lopez says Trump's federal crimes can only be brought by DOJ. There is no way to make that look like Biden did not do this by those willing to only believe Trump. I hear you, Peggy. Unfortunately, not everybody is as smart as you are. And the problem then is how they're going to spin it to their pew, right? So that's just my thing. I think, I, look, I could be completely wrong about the way I see that. And I accept that I could be completely wrong the way I see it. That's just how I feel right now. Bruce, thank you so kindly for your support. Bruce Pollard, thank you so kindly for your support. You're a good person. Thank you so kindly. Um, folks, um, what time is it? 4.01. We got to get out of here. I got to keep this stuff under you know what, right? So that when I do the podcast, I don't have a lot of work to go ahead and cut. I have to cut all these things anyway. But look, guys, I love you all. You guys have been great as usual, as always. Please remember to share these videos. Please share the videos. And please, the things that we talk about here, please talk to others about it. Let's, you know, it's, 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 it's what we call... Uh, Today my mind is fried, but it's what we call geometric progression. If I talk to 100 people and each of you, uh, 300 will get you halfway. <laughs> okay, I see what you mean, Bruce. I see what you mean, but for the total amount that I need, it's only 10%. Thank you, brother. But anyhow, folks, anyway, 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 folks, here's the deal. We cannot do this without you. Thank you for listening. And when I say we cannot do this without you, I'm not only talking contributions, man. I'm also talking your voice, your words, you going out there and talking to others and, and, and talking to them civilly, nicely, and telling them why we need to do. Melanie Keelan is here late, but you're here, girl. You're here. You're here. So, folks, again, thank you so kindly for listening to Politics and Right. My name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics and Right, and you guys know how I end this. Baby, I am what? Out!